The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash N-B-A-D-O-G for all the details. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert here. Joined as always by co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Oh, pretty good. Um, I might need a bath, though, after cheering for the Wild in that game uh, against the Capitals. And they lose anyway in the shootout, so whatever. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's going all right. A nice, nice Blackhawks win, I, I guess, uh you know, that, that, that the shootouts, the overtimes, they all balance out in the end. The Blackhawks one came through on the power play, and the Wild did not. And the, thankfully, the, the Devils won too, which was nice. And once again, the Sharks uh, failed to score more than one goal. In fact, they didn't even score one today. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's been a pretty shitty night. I've better, better myself. I had Knights puck line. I did, I did have Sharks team total under. They just can't seem to score. Had the Wild. Had they, another undeserved shootout win for the Capitals when I bet against them. And then it seemed like the the Devils and Sabers, both of them just could not make a save whatsoever. Went back and forth just down there to five four final. So, not a great night, night betting, but we still still got two games left here on a, on Friday night slate: the, the Kings and Coyotes and Blues and Canucks. So we'll see how those end up doing. Uh, before we get into it, make sure you check out the Sports Garden Podcast website, sportsgarrenpodcast.com. That's the place to be. You got all sorts of content up there. Going to have some. Uh, some more kind of like future stuff, some overreactions and stuff this weekend. So keep an eye out for that. Also, of course, my fantasy hockey piece uh, every Sunday, looking ahead to the next week. Those are always fun as well. Uh, make sure you are also getting the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. I had someone reach out to me on Twitter today asking for the link. So I gave him there. Hopefully he's in there now. And yeah, it's always a good time in there. It's popping off in there. So make sure you get in. If you're not in there, you can uh, reach out to us on Twitter at hockey sgpn make sure you follow us there for all, all sorts of fun content um yeah or just get in discord and make sure you are subscribed to the hockey on podcast sg.pn slash hockey for apple sg.pn slash hockey s for spotify or join us here on youtube live on youtube search for the hockey gaming podcast and subscribe um all right uh yeah anything uh else going on here we just want to get into this uh saturday slate well, um, good to see that Jack Hughes scored a goal today. That that's good, and it's hopefully not too long before he's the favorite over McDavid. Maybe uh, McDavid misses a few games. Um, we'll see. With he, they're keeping it quiet about whether he's playing in the uh, the Heritage Classic or whatever the fuck it's called on Sunday yeah. with the against the Flames there. But it's it's going to be choppy ice. You know, the outdoor stuff not ideal in terms of uh, player safety. So it'd be a bad idea for him to play. I think if they treasure their 
the most prized asset in the league. Um, but uh, yeah, it makes sense to not not announce him out and get everyone's uh, hopes dashed too early that, that are going to the event. Right? They, they gotta they gotta lead them on, I guess. But uh, yeah. maybe they just they just roll them out there like a prize pig or something, and uh, and he ends up just destroying himself. That would be a typical Oilers. Um, yeah, that, that'll that'll be a, a fun event, I guess. I there's way too many. Um, outdoor games as it is, but uh, Oilers Flames games are always good. So hopefully they they can make it a contest. Both of them need the points, so uh, <laughs> one of them's gonna win. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You mentioned uh, Jack Hughes there scoring for Hart. Are there any uh, future bets you've made in the past week or so? We haven't really had a chance to have a lighter slate where we're recording to go over that type of stuff. Or j- just just flyers, just all in on flyers now. No, yeah, nothing since my. Uh, my smorgasbord of flyers bets on wednesday um yeah it's just uh you know uh i guess one little note is that when when the player does something you you can't just bet him right after he does something you have to bet him before the thing happens right so jack hughes 20 to 1 22 to 1 before the season it's too late now four or five to one he's already shown that he's right in the mix so you you got to be able to uh anticipate something happening so yeah if if you think that he's he's just going to become the favorite and then mcdavid misses a significant time then you have a case to to bet him but uh, i think it's too late you missed the bus uh try and catch the next one um yeah just just look for other opportunities there'll be other guys in the mix going forward i mentioned mckinnon i think that he's the best bet at the moment at 12 to 1 or better uh considering how he started and the more um yeah, there's just more opportunities now with McDavid's uh, uncertainty, how long he might miss, and and just how poor the Oilers have played. Maybe they're just like a wild card team now, and then I don't think uh, McDavid's gonna win the heart if if that's the case. So yeah, it's just uh, just keep an eye on things and remember to you know anticipate something happening rather than just following the chase after the odds already moved. Yeah, I mean, look, looking at it, Jack Hughes has seven, 17 points in six games, which, which is just absolutely insane. Four goals, 13 assists. Yeah, like you said, if Edmonton's not dominant in their division, then unless McDavid has a truly dominant season, he probably won't win it. And now missing a few weeks is going to definitely hurt it, hurt his chances as well, especially with uh, you know, the Oilers not doing too well overall. Um, yeah, Jack Hughes down to four to one now for Hart. That's probably probably not worth it. I mean, like like you said, you you missed it there. Um, but yeah, right. Or McKinnon's still there at twelve to one. Seems seems pretty enticing given how the how the Avs has started and and you know he's been all over the ice shooting the puck and whatnot there. Um, all right, we're gonna get this uh, nine game slate for Saturday, October twenty eighth. Yes, sir. All right, kicking it off right here in Philadelphia. We got the Anaheim Ducks at the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Uh, the Flyers, big home favorites here, minus 180. The Ducks are plus 150. Flyers on the puck line are plus 136. The over-under is set at six. Overpaying off minus 105. Under is at minus 115. I'll take this one. I mean, I know we're both big Flyers fans now, but uh, yeah, this is the Flyers at home. Uh, perfect at home now, 3-0, and 3 Goals wins by margin, as I like to say in the Discord now. 6-2 over the Wild last night. Uh, 4-1 over the Oilers. 2-0 over Vancouver at home. Had the tough losses in Dallas where, you know, Samuel Arson did not play play up to snuff there. The tough, tough loss in Vegas as well, as well, where they probably should have earned a point. But Thursday night, I mean, 
if you watch this Flyers team, they just they win. They they battle. They they win battles. They battle for the puck. They they keep forechecking. They back check. They're relentless. They have they have four lines they can roll. Even you know Nitalaria got got into the action two seconds into the game last night, fighting uh Patty Maroon off the draw, got the boys going, and then never, never looked back. So Flyers here at home. Against the Ducks, you know, Ducks are, are no slouch. They've shown now back-to-back wins in overtime in Columbus, and then they handed the Bruins their first loss. But they're going to be feeling good, you know, coming into Philly for a, a 1 p.m. game, which is, you know, 10 a.m. their time, even if they've been on the East Coast for a few days. It's going to be tough for them to get up for. So, yeah, I think the Flyers are able to, to shut the Ducks down here. So uh, I love the Flyers, minus 180. Don't mind them on the puck line, plus 136. They, they seem to be able to be able to pull away from these teams. I do like the under six at minus 115. I think Thursday night was kind of an aberration with the Flyers going off for six. I think we'll see more of like a 3-1-4-1 type, type game that they got against Edmonton. Do you know what's going on with uh, Morgan Frost? I hear that he's uh, been missing games for some mysterious reason. He's He, he can't crack the lineup right now. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty much set. Uh, Morgan Frost, or people think he's better than he is. You know, he was a first-round pick. He had a great second half to the year last year, but like – He's not. The, maybe he'll. Maybe he'll get a change of scenery and and like blossom. But he's not more than like a second line center at best right now. Okay. Well, second line center that's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. You you like the Flyers here? I can understand that. But I'm not the only one that's really upgraded the Flyers. Uh, the market certainly adjusted quickly to how well they played so far, getting them a. Minus 180 against a, a feisty Ducks team who's, who have also uh, over they've uh, exceeded expectations this uh, early in the season. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if the line is just too high, my line is minus 156. So I'm leaning the Ducks way for sure. They, 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 they went toe-to-toe with the Bruins and did not look out of place at all. In fact, they've been in every one of their games, really, um, even beating like the Hurricanes and whatnot. Hurricanes and the Bruins, so that that's uh, an impressive start for the Ducks. Goaltending's been good. Uh, yeah, I lean to the Ducks, but I haven't quite, quite bet it yet. Maybe we'll get a better number tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, minus 180 is already too high as it is, in my opinion. Um, but that's the, the, the total, I agree with you there. Uh, I do like the under. The Ducks have been playing much more defensive hockey under Cronin. Uh, he's got them uh, playing a different system than what the Dallas Eakins as uh have, have had them play in the last couple of years and the goaltending's been good too so yeah the under six i think is is a is a is a good bet yeah i think this line just to be transparent this line is too high for the flyers the only thing i would bet is the puck line just because I, I think they're the better team and that's you know plus 136 is decent but yeah the, the under is the best play here it's already down to five and a half at some books so if you can still get it at six at minus 115 i think that's a great price there uh, going down to the 6 p.m. slot now, we have the Seattle Kraken at the Florida Panthers. Game itself is down there in Florida. Panthers are minus 162. Kraken are plus 136. Over-under at 6.5. Over is at minus 125. Under plus 105. What do you got for this uh, this Kraken-Cats battle? This is another one where I think that the, the line is too high for the, the home favorite. I'm only at minus 131 for the Panthers, so this is uh, this is a bet on the Kraken for sure. They they were uh, you know competitive again against the Hurricanes. Just just came up short in um, overtime or shootout. Either way, it was two two at the end of the game. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the Kraken are the better team here, or at least at this number, the side to back. Uh, I mean they they they've got over their goal scoring issues that they had early in the season, and they're getting some 
some quality chances and whatnot. And then the goaltending is, has more or less stood up. So yeah, I like the Kraken here. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a Panthers game. And then the Kraken have not been an under team at all. So uh, yeah, let's get, let's go with the, the over six and a half minus one twenty five. I think we can get a, an open game with, with plenty of chances for both teams. So yeah, Kraken and the over. Yeah, I agree with you there on the crack. And I think, like you said, it, it is too high of a line for a Panthers team that, you know, hasn't shown too much yet that they beat the Leafs, but then lost to Vancouver, only beat the Sharks 3-1. I think that was 2-1 for a bit before they they pulled away and got the, yeah, empty nighter with two seconds left to cover the puck line there as minus 230 favorites. So if you go anyway in this game, it has to be the Kraken at plus 136. They've they've played, played better recently, took the uh, Hurricanes to overtime on Thursday night, one in, in overtime in Detroit a few nights ago. So the Kraken here is underdogs or, or some value there, plus 136. But I'm going against you here on the uh, on the, on the the total here, going under six and a half, especially at plus 105. Florida only scored three goals against, against San Jose, only got three against – they've scored three goals in each, in each of the last three games. So I'm seeing a similar thing here, uh, probably a 3-2 game either way. You know, maybe it ends up going – four three overtime and, and, you, and you get screwed there but i think under six and a half at plus 105 there there is some value there uh all right we are brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long underdog has just introduced scorchers go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout and for a limited time underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to 500 dollars $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win $10,000 each. Uh, so watch along and make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And make sure you get in the NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie giveaway Head over to sportsgrammpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will win a NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgrammpodcast slash NBA D-O-G. All right here, going down to the uh, seven o'clock time slot. We have the oh, good original six matchup here. We got Detroit Red Wings at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 192. Red Wings are plus 160, over-unders at 6, overpaying off minus 115, under is at minus 105. Going back to you here, do you, do you trust the Bruins here to bounce back? I do, yeah. The Bruins are one of those teams where um, they, they usually give much better effort after a loss. And yeah, they, they were kind of, it was a bad spot for them coming off that uh, longish road trip there, uh, playing a, a Pacific team in the ducks it's not exactly um a place where they're gonna give their uh, effort but here divisional matchup at home after a loss i think the bruins bounce back uh quite a um in a big way uh, minus 192 is a is, is still bettable i think my, my line is only minus 186 but given the situation and the fact that the red wings are i, I think that they they regress a bit in terms of their goal scoring uh yeah the bruins for me i think i bet them in Regulation around minus 125. You could probably still find that somewhere. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the Bruins are the team for me. And then, yeah, we, we got unlucky there with that total going over with the, the late surge by the Ducks. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the under six, I think, would be uh, the play. Just just keep backing these Bruins unders. I think they tighten up, get some more elite goaltending. And like I said, the Red Wings scoring will regress. So yeah, the Bruins and the under for me. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you said it a few shows ago that the Red Wings were, were due to regress after their, what, six and one start. They now lost back-to-back games at home against Seattle and, and Winnipeg. Now they got to go down to Boston against a Bruins team that is coming back from, from a game that they definitely sh- shouldn't have lost. They were up 3-1 going into the third. I didn't realize the Ducks tied it with 15 seconds left and then one eventually won in overtime for them. So, yeah, I think Boston here bounces back. It is tough to pay minus one, 192 juice, you know, maybe – Maybe use it as a as a two team parlay. Use the Bruins as one half there, but I think it's safe enough there at minus one ninety two or regulation, like you said. Um, all their wins so far have been in regulation, all except one by two goals. So maybe look at the puck line plus one fourteen if that's more your thing. And yeah, I think I do lean to the under six at minus one hundred five. Uh, Bruins have been playing straight under games until last one, unfortunately, did go over. And then Detroit, their, their scoring has to come down. I mean, they put up four against Seattle, but only one against Winnipeg. So could see a very similar score to 3-1, 4-1 here for, for the Bruins. All right, so at 7 o'clock again here. We have the Ottawa Senators at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Itself is in Pittsburgh. Penguins are minus 155. Senators are plus 130. Over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 130. Under is at plus 110. Uh, before we get into this one, I gotta make sure we note that Thomas Chabot is gonna be out. I think I saw four to six weeks with a with a broken hand or something like that. Um, Eric Brandstrom's already out due to a concussion. I thought so he had, he had a scary hit. Uh Zub has been out a while for them. So Sands are taking hits left and right, and they're they're losing, they've lost three in a row, they've lost three key defensemen there. So I, I as much as I hate to say it, I like the penguins here. I I would take the Penguins on the puck line, plus 160. They got a 4-0 win against Colorado. Kind of turned things around there after three straight losses. So looks like they may have found something there against a good team. Meanwhile, Ottawa's you know, searching for answers, and they're having guys going down left and right. So I think this would be a much bigger line You know, if, they, if this was a week from now when you see how much the Senators are going to struggle without these guys. So, yeah, Corpus has not been looking good. Jari's been, been looking decent. So Penguins uh, minus 155. That's fine, but uh, I like the puck line too. Plus one sixty uh, for a total. I, I I don't mind the under here again. Under six and a half at, at plus one ten at plus odds. Pittsburgh's played three straight unders. May have been able to find something defensively. So I like the uh, Penguins and the under here. Well, I had these teams pretty evenly rated uh, before the injury news came out. And even after uh, subtracting five points from the sense, I still only get to minus 122, or from the sense rather, I only get to minus 122 for the pens. So uh, there's still still value on the sense. I think that they can, uh, you know, they, they, they don't have much depth on the right side. I think Travis Hamanick, let's go Canucks, one nothing. Quinn Hughes, even better. Fuck yeah. Um, yes. Um, Okay, uh, yeah, the, so the Sens' best uh, right D now is Travis Hamannick. Apparently, he's going to be on the first pair, most likely. Um, but they still got plenty of guys on the left side. You know, Sanderson, Chikrin, awesome players. And I think that they can compensate for the last loss of Shabbat, who is <laughs> – he's no longer the guy who was like playing 30 minutes for them in the first half of last season. So, uh, yeah, they, they couldn't absorb him last season because they didn't have uh, these these guys back there. But uh, this season is a different story. So, yeah, I think uh, I think the sense is still a play after three straight losses. They're going to come back here with a nice win. Um, they were in those games too, like they they were the better team against Detroit, for instance. And the other two were, were kind of like even games. So yeah, this is the good this is a good spot for the Sens to uh, to uh, bounce back. So give me the Senators and uh, but I yeah the over six and a half. I think that the Pens 
you know, they shut down the avalanche, but that was like a, you know, that was a do or die kind of game that you got the best effort there, especially defensively. And I still expect them to, to pick up the goal scoring at some point. So the over six and a half here, it is quite good, especially considering how poor the, the sense goalies have played so far. So yeah, sends and over. All right, Eric, going down to 7 o'clock again. We have the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville down there in uh, Music City. Uh, Predators, home underdogs, plus 120. Maple Leafs, DraftKings still hanging, minus 142 there. Over-under is at 6, overpaying off minus 120, under plus 100. Joel, am I, am I crazy, or is minus 142 just way too good for the Leafs in this one? Well, this is a good number. You mentioned in the Discord that the uh, D- DK had the best price on them, but I'm still not. I'm, I'm still not buying it because uh, Samsonov, I believe, is, is the one starting this game, oh, and no, he is, is going. He? I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah, he is. He's confirmed. Yeah, and he's been having some uh, some mental issues. He's been trying to work through it with uh, one of the the Leaf staffers. So it's 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 not it's not the wall um, who's been playing great in since coming in as the starter the last few games. So, yeah, it's a mystery now with the with the goaltending for the Leafs with Samsonov and Net, who's had a terrible start to the year. And, yeah, they've been working on the defensive stuff. They, they got a clear win against the the Stars. Um, that was against Wedgwood instead of Ottinger. So uh, no real play on the side, although my um, – yeah, my number's only minus 130. So it's, it's pretty much what this line is here. Uh, I'd be looking to back the Preds though at uh, at a you know plus one thirty or better. That that's that's why that's where I'd be looking. They've been uh, competitive in pretty much every game too. So yeah, I, I think that's the way I look. And then the over six. I think the the, uh, the Leafs um, they can't quite uh, mask their defensive deficiencies forever. I think that it'll open up. Although maybe with Samsonov that they they play very conservatively. Who knows? But uh, given the fact that Samsonov has, has looked terrible so far, I think that the the over is the only way you can look for the for the total here. Yeah, I guess reading into it more, this is the the fifth game on on, on the road trip for the Leafs, and like looking at the advanced numbers, I did not realize the Predators are behind only the Kings and the Avs in terms of expected goals four percent at, at five on five. Meanwhile, they play some good they, teams too. Yeah. Meanwhile, Maple Leafs down there at forty nine percent and not nineteenth best. So. Maybe maybe I should be giving the Preds more credit, but I'm going with the Leafs here. Leafs three straight wins, four three, four one, four one, all on the road there against uh, Tampa Bay, Washington, and Dallas. Still not sure what what to make of Nashville. I think they are probably better than I give them credit for, but uh, with the Leafs at, at minus one forty two, I'm all over that for for Saturday night here. Uh, for the total, probably a pass on the total. Uh, I would lean lean to the under just because I like the Leafs and I you know see another you know. 4-2, 4-1 game like they've been playing recently. But if you think Nashville might win, it's going to probably be an over game. Like you said, Brunette likes to play faster. So, you know, Nashville put up five the other night against San Jose. So you can see like a, a back and forth 4-3, 5-4 game or, or something like that here as well. But I think it's going to be the uh, Maple Leafs and the under for me. All right, going down to the other 7 o'clock slot here. We have the Winnipeg Jets at the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Jets are minus 142 on the road. Canadians are plus 120 at home. Same lines as the game before. Over-unders at six and a half, overpaying off plus 100. And the under is at minus 120. 
once once again here, I'm going with the uh, the road favorite at minus one forty two. I think the Jets are just simply a much better team than the Canadians, even if the Canadians are four two and one and the Jets are four three and zero oh this season. Uh, Jets have now won three straight games over Edmonton, St. Louis, and Detroit. Uh, you know, Montreal has been been going back and forth recently. Did have the win in Columbus, but lost to the Devils. Had no one one through the past four, so they are playing better than I thought. But I think the Jets are just a much better team here, especially with the injuries to the Canadians already without Gooley, who was apparently questionable Saturday, so that's good for them. But David Savard, we touched on last show, he's out till late December. He, he's a big guy for them. So I like the Jets here. I think the Jets are still one of those undervalued teams in the league. Uh, three straight wins here, three straight unders as well. So that's probably the way I would be looking under six and a half minus 120. But my only bet so far is on the Jets at minus 142. This is a very cheap price for the Jets. Uh, this is the biggest discrepancy from my line and uh, the lines of DraftKings. My line is minus uh, 182. Ooh. So that's a 40 cent difference there. And just think about it. Like the Canadians, they were they were marginally the worst team against the Blue Jackets. And then in that game, they, they closed just a pick them against the Blue Jackets. And so that would mean just a 30 cent difference between the Jets and the Blue Jackets, which doesn't make sense to me. The Jets are a far, far better team than the Blue Jackets. So yeah, this this line should only go up towards uh, Winnipeg unless the, you know it's going to be Whoever the backup is, I'm terrible backup goalies. Uh, but the only way I, Larry, I, I Larry, Larry Brassois is back up in Winnipeg. Yeah, right, right, right. So if he starts, that's the only way I, I see uh, Canadians getting money. Um, but he, he, it shouldn't be him, not, not on like a hockey night in Canada game, unless the Jets play on Sunday, which they do not. Um, so yeah, give me the Jets here. Love this, love this bet. Uh, over six and a half, kind of lean that way. Um, Canadians, uh, you know, they're an offensive team. We go over this all the time. Not not the most defensively, defensively structured. And they're getting some unsustainable goaltending, I think, from Jake Allen, who has had a terrific start to the year. I don't think that that'll continue all year long. Uh, so you can't count on that. But I haven't bet the total at all. But a uh, very strong play on the Jets here. Um, all right. Uh, we are also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we got one more final game on the 7 o'clock time slot here. We have the New York Islanders at the Columbus Blue Jackets. The game itself is in Columbus. Uh, we have the Islanders at minus 155. And the Blue Jackets at plus 130. Over-under is at 6, with the over-6 paying off minus 115. The under-6 is at minus 105. Um, this is a game, you know, I'm pretty close to passing on here. I'm, I'm not sure what to make of the Islanders whatsoever so far early in the season. They, they've been getting outplayed and winning. They've been outplaying teams and losing. It's It's been been weird, but also Columbus has just been been really bad, especially without, without Patrick Laine. They've been getting points, three straight overtime games with uh, with one win in there, but haven't been able to get 
real over the hump here. Uh, I guess if I had to bet it, I'd go with the Islanders minus one fifty five. I think they're they're clearly the much better team. They have playoff aspirations. They you know should be on the cusp of the playoffs, while Columbus will be towards the bottom of the standings, especially in the Metro there. So if I had to bet it, it would be the Islanders minus one fifty five. Uh, for the total, probably go with with the under here. But Columbus has been playing a lot of open hockey recently. But um, yeah, no real strong play on this game. But if I had to, I'd go Islanders and the under. Well, I implied earlier that the market uh, had a little bit too much respect for the Blue Jackets, and it's the same thing here again. But not enough respect for the Islanders, who played uh, very very well early on the season. Like last year, they were dependent on Sorokin to bail them out of so many games, but he's been kind of average so far this year. So they've been performing well as a team, not relying on their goaltending, which I love to see. My line is minus one sixty, so I'm all over the Islanders here. Blue Jackets have a they have a, they have a decent start to the year in terms of results, but they're still a below average team. Um, yeah, I think that they're they're still one of the worst teams in the East. Meanwhile, the Islanders are uh, yeah, I think they're playing better this year than they were last year. And yeah, a big part of that is, is Bo Horvat uh, filling that that center role, which they desperately needed uh, to get the depth there. So yeah, I love love the love the Islanders here total. It's it's uh you know it's it's a it's a case of uh, two vastly different teams in, in terms of style of play in terms of how they like to defend and how they like to score, so that's why it's it's right here at six minus fifteen. Um, uh, total pass on the on the total. I mean, <laughs> I guess I lean to the over just because Sorokin you you can't uh you know he hasn't been elite so far, so maybe the, the, this line. It includes him as a you know a top three goalie in the league. So, but he hasn't been so far. So, lean to the over, but I haven't bet that. But I do like another road favorite here in the Isles. All right, going down to the uh, ten o'clock time slot here. We have the New York Rangers at the Vancouver Canucks game itself is out there by Joel in Vancouver. Canucks are plus one thirty. The Rangers are minus one fifty five. Over under is at six. Overpaying off minus one fifteen. Under is at minus one hundred five. What do you think about your Canucks here, Jolie? Right. Well, I'm watching the game as we speak here, and they are totally uh, destroying the Blues in this first period. The Blues keep taking dumb penalties, and um, yeah, that, that's that's inflating the shot total. But even five on five, the, the Canucks are absolutely uh, killing it, which is good to see. But of course, this will be a back to back, so uh, you can't expect the same kind of energy. Um, that said, uh, the Rangers are, um, you know. It, uh, not a team that I'm buying. I think that they're still a little bit too respected by the market. Uh, I know they, they just beat the Flames, but the Flames just, just can't score for shit. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just, I'm not back in the Rangers here at all. If anything, I just wait for a better number on the Canucks. And uh, I don't even know who's playing in net. The, the Puck's been in the St. Louis zone it's, it's the whole the time. the Smith tomorrow is confirmed. So it must okay. be uh, them coming yeah. yeah, so we'll get some Rangers money for sure then. Um yeah, so I would wait for a better Canucks price, if anything. And in that case, give me the over six. Shesterkin's been good, but he hasn't been Igor good. Same kind of thing as, as the Sorokin deal. So, yeah, I think that I like the over better in this one. The Canucks are not, still not great defensively, but the, they do have a lot of offensive firepower. And uh, same kind of thing goes for the Rangers, except that they, they have a better defense. So I'll give them that, but also... Um, some uh, potency on the offensive side of the puck. So I uh, lean to the over, wait for a better number on the Canucks. 
I'm going against her on both of these. I, I love the Rangers here at minus 155. The, I did get a minus 140 earlier today on uh, FanDuel. That is still hanging there at minus 141 on Camby Books as well. So you can get that possibly if you like the Rangers. I, I just like like what they're how they're playing right now. I mean, I know no McDavid, the Oilers are different, but they shut them out 3 nothing. beat Calgary 3-1, beat Seattle 4-1, three straight road wins there, wins in four of their past five. Meanwhile, Vancouver, you know, Good back-to-back wins there in Florida and Nashville. You know, coming back home now after a few days off might be a little bit rusty there. So I like the Rangers here a lot, minus 155. I think Peter Laviolette is going to be definitely a Jack Adams candidate, especially if the Rangers can somehow win the Metro, which may not be too difficult with how the uh, the Hurricanes are doing, but the Devils are looking good. But yeah, I like the Rangers here. Playing good hockey now, playing good road hockey. They're limiting teams off team opposition chances limiting up to opposition goals even if Shesterkin's not playing you know his Vesna quality level and it's a back-to-back for the Canucks with their with their worst goalie in net so like the Rangers and I do like the uh under six at minus 105 Rangers have been playing a lot of under games recently could see the Canucks play you know a little bit a sl- little bit you know slower not much offense on a back-to-back so like the Rangers minus 155 and I like the under six at minus 105. The Rangers will have to have uh, a Bruins-esque season for Lavi to win the Jack Adams and just say that and it's not happening because basically the award gives it, it gives credit to coaches who improve the team and the Rangers would have to do a lot better than they did last year and they were uh, they were close to winning the division last year so they would need to you know go over by 25 30 points in order for it to be considered which which isn't happening um, so don't don't bet Lavi that that's my opinion I mean, you bet him if you want but I I certainly wouldn't. I mean, his odds are also probably way too low compared to the other, exactly. other ones. That's how this market works. It is. Yep. Let's the good teams. Let's make their uh, Jack Adams price and the coach of their uh, their team just just uh, shorten those instead of the teams that have the most room for improvement. They're the ones that are the long shots, which is why I love this market. You just keep betting the long shots, and you'll you'll make a profit. So that that's my outlook on uh, Lavi for Jack Adams. Yeah, that's that's a good point there. Um, all right, we have one more game on the docket here down at ten thirty. At the Vegas Golden Knights at the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, the Kings are minus 105. Golden Knights are minus 115. Over under is at six. Over paying off minus 120. Under is paying off minus or plus 100. And the Kings are currently losing 4 1 in the first period down there in Arizona. So, you know what? Maybe they'll, they'll, they'll pack it in and get ready for Saturday night against Vegas. But, you know, Vegas is going from, from Vegas to LA, you know, after their. First loss of the year, lost 4-3 to Chicago in overtime, so they're going to be looking for a bounce-back effort. Both teams here are going to probably be looking for a bounce-back effort in a back-to-back. Um, I, I haven't bet this game yet, but looking at how they performed, you know, uh, Knights are 1-5 in, in their last six on no days rest. The Kings are 4-0 in their last four on no days rest. You know, I'm pretty sure all of them, if not all but one, were last season. Yeah, all were last season for both of those teams. So they are different teams now, but I do think the Kings do have more depth and, you know, it should be Talbot tomorrow with Copley tonight. I'm not sure who started for Vegas tonight. Uh, probably Hill, so it's going to be Thompson. Hill. Both of those are still pretty good good attendees there. But, yeah, I think the Kings at home, minus 105, would probably be the play. Um, no bet yet. I want to see how this game plays out Friday night, if they were able to come back against Arizona. You know, if they do, if, if they have, have a lot of energy exerted there, then i probably stay away. Um, the total... Yeah, probably, probably the same thing. Pretty much a pass right now. Maybe lean to the over. The Kings have been 
They scored six against Arizona, seven against the Wild, five against the Jets, five against the Canes. So, yeah, may, maybe look at the over here, over six at, at minus 120 with a lean to the Kings. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. it's just uh, my line is minus 106 for the Knights. They're a significantly better team, I think. I'm surprised, I, I guess, because I haven't really upgraded the Knights so far this season. Not really a true believer in their 7-0-1 record as uh, indicative of how good they are. I think the, that they'll come come down a little bit. Although they've got a, you know, a pretty pretty strong grasp on the division already, given the fact that the other teams haven't really been performing, especially Edmonton, which was supposed to be their their main rival for that title. Uh, but yeah, minus one hundred six. But the, the the fact that the Golden Knights are in a better position here, playing earlier today, four hours earlier than the Kings, they'll have a little bit more time to rest. And, uh, yeah, the, the Kings, you mentioned they were in Arizona. In fact, they are in Mordor, the land of the shadows, and apparently uh, they're getting fucked up by them. So that's good to see. And, uh, yeah, coming back to California, and it's going to be like, you know, Frodo, he didn't look too good coming back from Mordor, and he's going to be all busted up, laid up. Uh, and, yeah, the Knights are, are going to get there to L.A. probably before the Kings, I would expect. And, yeah, I think the, the Knights are the play here. After the loss to the Blackhawks, kind of embarrassing. Logan Thompson and Nett. Who's playing for the Kings tonight in Nett? Do you know? It's Copley tonight. All right, so it'll be uh, – what's his face? Uh, uh, I don't know. Cam yeah. Talbot. Talbot's okay. boy. Uh, they're, they're both about equal, so that doesn't really matter. Oh, apparently uh, uh, Copley was pulled after six shots. So we'll, we'll see <laughs> who to go back to tomorrow. Oh, that's not good either. Uh, yeah, so give me the Knights here, minus 115. I think that that only rises over the course of the next 24 hours. Um, and the total, uh, no idea on the total, especially because we don't know what the hell's going on with the Kings cold thing situation. Uh, I guess I'll lean to the under. I think the, the Knights can buckle down, at least until the third period one, is when, which is when they <laughs> start scoring their goals. Uh, you know, I had the... And for the show purposes, I had the team total under three and a half, and the Knights scored two in the first five minutes right after I said that they only scored in the third period. But thankfully, they only scored once more in the third right. period, of course. Yeah, but you did have that there. Yeah, so Knights and slightly into the under. Yeah. Um, all right. That's the uh, nine game slate on Saturday, October 28th. Uh, we do have a few consensus plays here. We have the Ducks Flyers under six, minus 115. We have the Kraken plus 136. We have the Bruins minus 192. Or maybe look at regulation if you like that. And then the Winnipeg Jets at minus 142 at Montreal. Um, our best bets. Uh, our intern has not calculated them from our last show, which I think I believe was last Saturday. But uh, going into that, we were both one and two. I think we're both uh, one and three now. I think we're At least both. I, am. I think I had the Flyers stars under six, which did not go under six because Hart and Ottinger did not start. So, uh, yeah, uh, looking to bounce back here. Uh, who do you got? What's your uh, best bet here going to be? Uh, I forgot about this part, but I mentioned the biggest discrepancy. You have to go with the Jets here, minus 142. That line should only go up, and uh, it should because the Jets are a significantly better team than the Canadians, certainly more than this uh, minus 142 line suggests. So, yeah, all over the Jets in this one. I think I've chosen the Jets like three times for these in our, in our two men shows, but you, you, we're going you, back you for the well. Yeah, you've chosen at least once before. They were minus 120. And, and you I think I'm one and one on, on the Jets. So we're, we're going two and one after uh, Saturday. All right, yeah, Jets are up there as a, as a consideration for me, but I'm going to go with the, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, also at minus 142. Another another road favorite. Uh, I think they're just a better team than, than Nashville. Maybe the the long road trip will get to them, but I think minus 142 there. There's a great price at, at, on Toronto. Um, Both minus 142, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah. If you if if you're listening to this on Saturday, you know, and it gets up to minus one fifty, minus one sixty, probably stay away from the Maple Leafs. But I think this is a good price here. And the market seems to be settling around minus one forty five, minus one fifty five, which you know, ten cents, but that that's fine. All right. I think I should want to touch on here before we close it out. Uh, not really. Um, it's going to be a, a fun day of sports once again, Saturday. How, how's the baseball looking? Do you, do you know the, the odds in that? Um, baseball game one is currently going on tonight. The Diamondbacks are beating the Rangers 5-3 there. So uh, it'll be interesting. Game two is on, on Saturday night. So we'll see. So if I guess the Rangers yeah, you, don't have any, you don't have any bets then. I, I have some futures on the Rangers. So the Diamondbacks Ooh. are probably going to win. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Life of a Philly sports fan. Uh, that, that's how it's been going. It's, uh, especially after I, I let my pan, my Panthers bet ride in the Stanley Cup when I when I should have hedged. Mm, no, you did hedge, except uh, with all the wrong fucking cons. My mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> Everybody. Ex- well, I listened to Talon. Talon said Marshall So could not win the cons. So I was like, uh, right, you should have listened gonna... to me. You should have listened to me. Uh, no, I, I had already missed the boat on Marshall So. I, I was too, I was too deep on. Uh... Michael and, and and Stone, and I think I think we you you even put some on Aiden Hill. Oh yeah, early in the in the playoffs when he was like eight hundred to one. I don't know, I don't remember what it was, but no, my my I said not, not to bet the Con Smythe guys because there's too many options, right? Mm-hmm. That's that was yeah. why I just just put on the Knights. And yeah, that's the way she goes. Uh, but I, I still don't think that he should be minus four hundred, whatever, going into Game Five. But no, no, even that, though that was too he won. Yeah. Um, all right. That's our show for Saturday's slate. There, we're back next Monday for. We've got a weird, weird slate next week. We got nine games Monday, only two Tuesday, four Wednesday. So we'll see if we can get something out for you Sunday night. Maybe maybe a solo show. Maybe I'll open a guest on. I know how, how tough it is to record there on weekends for us. But we're back in full swing next week. Hopefully, Town can can get, uh, can join us there. Get these things in order. I believe he is back to work today, so that, that's going to be okay. Yeah, we'll have more more fun segments next week now that we don't have too many games to talk about. We won't have a frozen frenzy where we have a two-hour podcast for 16 games. So we're back, back to the normal normal swing of things, normal normal fun that the Hockey Game Podcast has. Of course, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Game Podcast for this podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify. Also subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And get in the Discord. You can just go to sg.pn slash Discord. Or you can reach out to myself for the Hockey Game Podcast Twitter account. And I can point you in the right direction. Uh, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. And you'll find me uh, riding the Canucks. Canucks till death, baby. Let's go. What a first period. See ya.